during this time, God is searching to find obedience. Being found to be obedient says a lot about servanthood. Says a lot about commitment. Says a lot about no eyes or no gestures or no thoughts of self. Looking up knowing. Even while we look up knowing. The same person we looking up to. We can feel. We can feel. We can feel what we hear. We can feel what we see. We can feel with all of our being. We need to become more aware that the words of God to the words of man, it doesn't make any sense. There are no comparison. You cannot compare love with hate. It's the complete opposite. You cannot compare belief with unbelief. It is the opposite. Down and up is the opposite. Sorrow and joy is the opposite. Rich and broke is the opposite. Sick and healed is the opposite. God want to see, are you going to do what he put in your heart to do without asking, without questioning, without thinking, am I hearing correctly? Is this what he's saying? There's no voice powerful than our father because all power belongs to God. It's so important to be found watching, to be found available, to be found aware, to be found alert. God may actually do something that don't make any sense. Quenisha, no more rise and shine. The preparation for that is over. Chapter close. And still use me as a vessel to get on here. And still say things, whether to this audience or not, he still had me to get on this podcast. And here I am today. God say it's not about an audience. I am the one who's looking. I am the one who's listening. I am the one who's always there. I am the one. Who tell you to do anything for my glory's sake. I might have you to walk up the same street 10 times in five minutes. Will you do it without questioning me why? I might have you to empty out your bank account and give it to somebody who you know use people for money. Would you do it? Would you be glad in it while you're doing it? When I say love those who hurt you, do good to those who despitefully do things to use you, pray for those, pray for those, pray for those who have wronged you, 
mistreated you and even pray for those who have not pray praying is communication I know you hear me that's why I'm opening my mouth and I'm looking up to you because I know you hear me when I pray but while I come to you before I even come to you I must come correct I must come to you with my words believing that you are God. I got to know who I'm talking to. Talking to my neighbor on my left and my right is not the same how I come to you. Even though we all want to call. I come to you as a creator. I come to you as a way maker. I come to you as the highest. I come to you as the one in control. I come to you as the beginning. I come to you as the everlasting end. I come to you as the head of my life. I come to you as a shield of my protection. I come to you as who you are. So I must be mindful. What do I say in your presence? Feel, feel the sensation of the presence of God within you. Feel. Many say, don't go off of feeling. But when we encounter God's presence, there's no way you cannot be drawn in due to not feeling. Feel the weight of his glory. You can feel his peace. You can feel love. You can feel acceptance. You can feel appreciated. That's why many of us treat God differently than those who are around us. Because God has never lied to us. God has never disrespected us. He never did things that men have done. But from heaven's perspective, how would they ever know? How can they ever learn? How can they ever grow? How can they ever have a great sense to become change if we don't help? So I must release what I know to those who don't know. The same man that said, let there be, is on the inside of you and me. Feel him more now. When you lift up your hands, you lifting up his hand. When you lift up your head, you lifting up his head. When you look around, you have his vision. When you hear, you're hearing like him. When you speak, you are saying what he says. When you move every limb, he's also moving with you. When you feel the love, you are feeling and encountering him. When you feel the glory, you are feeling and encountering him. When you feel the joy, you are feeling and encountering him. When you feel the peace, you are feeling and encountering him. Patience, you're feeling and encountering him. Feel him. 
say we serve on the inside of you. And don't just feel, see him. See him as to who he is. And see yourself where you belong, with him, in him, through him. All about God revolves everything about you. Because it reveals everything as to who you are. Feel him. Touch him. Do you know when you touch your arm, you touch his arm? When you raise up your head, your hands, so do you do unto him, with him, by him, because of him? Heaven is here already. See the kingdom. You can even smell the kingdom. Smell where you belong. See where you belong. You can hear the shout of the sound of praise in heaven. Heaven hears us all the day long. Now hear heaven. Hear the melodies. Every word is alive that comes out of the mouth of God. It always will be. It always is. There are action words. Because every word he say, it becomes. Now feel every word that God spoken over you coming alive. Every promise God spoken to you, feel it's alive. That business is alive only because you in it to cause it to prosper. It's life inside that place. Your marriage is alive because you are in it. And you have life and that more abundantly. Feel it. Even your vehicle is prosperous because you are in it. And God has drawn it unto you to partake in your life, to get you from one place to another on the earth that he created. And you are God kind of being. Feel the word. Feel it. You are a magnet to everything good because you belong in the kingdom and everything good comes from the kingdom. I want you to feel the kingdom of God within you. Feel. It's very peaceful. It's very calm and at the same time, very radical and very loud. Everything has a sound. God created everything to give forth a sound. Everything. But every living thing that have breath, praise the Lord. A lot of times we encounter God by feeling his presence in a room. 
I want you to go deeper, deeper, where you can see where he is in the room and not just feel him all over the room. You are able to identify where he is located around you, even while he's in you. That's how much he is for you. No one should be feeling amazed in a sense of being shocked that you encounter where he actually is. It's not just for Quenisha. God dealt to every man. If you want to go all the way supernaturally, you must embrace the supernatural naturally. There's no way you can want some of it someday and all of it another. It comes as one portion all the day long. The world say it's not always about a feeling. But our Father have us to feel within. Because everything that we encounter within, it worketh its way on the outside. When you stay in a place of the kingdom, dwelling in the kingdom, having the kingdom dwell in you, and you two become one, nothing else will ever matter again that's not supposed to. You will never see yourself beneath yourself ever again. To even say, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't think that. I should get better at this. You see yourself how God sees. Because you know where you belong. So how would you be or act in a way if you don't have a great sense to know where you belong? You are created here. I'm created here on earth. We belong in the kingdom. That's why as it is in the kingdom, as it is in the kingdom, so shall it be here in the earth. Because he said on earth as it is in the kingdom. See, Quenisha would think it don't make any earthly sense to get on here and record because I told the audience that is it. And it is so. There's no one to listen. But God said, still record as if you have more than what you ever had before. It's like standing in front of an entire nation and you can see all the land and everything in it is. Now go up further than that. You're standing in the kingdom and God's throne room because that's where you are seated, where Christ sits. And you can see everything that is and everything in it is as it is at the same time, all the day long. When we meditate on where we from, where we belong, we don't look at ourselves falling short ever again. 
We don't look at ourselves lacking or anything missing or broken ever again. Because where we from, it gives us the sensation to feel so good and be so glad that we belong. And nothing supersedes that knowledge. It can never, nothing can ever overtake love. No matter how much hatred is around, that hate has to bow when love is present. And that's how the enemy become our foots too. God said, I want you to meditate on Matthew 25, message translation in the beginning passage. The testimony of Christ explaining how heaven is by using a story of 10 virgins. They all had lamps, they all had oil, but only five had more in case they ran out. He's comparing heaven to 10 virgins. Five, not serious enough, and five are. Already aware of the celebration, the visitation of Christ. And they waited and they waited until they fell asleep. And there goes a voice. He's here. The same voice that showed up on your behalf. When you say, what must I do to be saved? Someone said, he's here. And all of a sudden you feel a sudden confidence to rise and shine. He's here. When doubt begins to fall and confidence is present. He's here. When you begin to use your faith again. He's here. When you count it all joy. He's here. When you walk in forgiveness. He's here. When you love thy neighbor as you love yourself. He's here. When you continue to pray and give thanks. He's here. When you be still and know you hear a voice, he's here. When you have a praise that can't be contained, he's here. We're not moved by what it physically looks like. He's here. You can hear more when you alert. You can hear more when you're listening. You can hear more when you're watching. You can hear more when you're available. You can hear more when you're aware. You can hear more when you're attuned to the presence. He's here. Jesus is here. Like John the Baptist. Radical. Prepare ye the way. Prepare ye the way. That was his daily declaration. Daily confession. And all of a sudden, the man he's prepared the way for begin to show up. There was a voice. He's here. He's here. God used Noah to build an ark. It didn't look like nothing what God said was coming to pass, but Noah obeyed. I never gave the beginning of the testimony. Noah's sons walked up on their father drunk and unclothed. 
And when they got him up, you can feel that Noah felt bad about that. He was embarrassed for that. Because you never heard that ever happen again. He got himself together and he obeyed. You can have a relationship with God and still disobey. I'm a witness. Not because of my behavior, because his faithfulness. He said he would never leave. Whether you obey or not, I would never leave. Whether you listen to me or not, I would never leave. Whether you look to the left or right, I would never leave. If you stop praising, I would never leave. If you stop giving thanks, I would never leave. No one can ever say I ever left him. The only reason Christ said, why have you forsaken me? It wasn't because he thought I left him. Because he felt the distance, the disconnection between both worlds. He bore all of what he's not, who he's not, for us to be who we are. And he felt it for the very first time. He died into sin. He felt it for the very first time. He wasn't sinful while he was here. He felt it before he gave up his spirit. He never felt sin before. He didn't feel sin when he picked out the 12 disciples. He didn't feel sin. He knew I am the way, as he said. I am the way. He never did anything sinful. But on that cross, he bore every sickness. He bore every disease. He bore every form of infirmity. And he felt it for the very first time. And he felt the disconnection what sin could do. He was always connected to God. And that very moment, he felt the disconnection. Which we were. But we couldn't go to the cross because he was the one to go. So he felt what happened when one man fell short. He felt the effects of evil for the very first time. He felt deceit. He felt backbiting. He felt betrayed. He felt murdered. He felt envy, jealousy, lust. Everything that he never felt before, he felt it that very moment. Why have you forsaken me? Not why you need me. I can feel the disconnection. And then around the same sentence, forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them. Forgive them. See, we talk like that when we embrace where we're from. It's not challenging to stop talking like where I'm not from. It's glorifying when I talk like I know where I'm from. And can't nobody take that away from me. And can't nobody take that away from you. When we compete, who are we competing with if we don't do the work? And this Christ, the one who doeth the work within us, so who are we competing with our Savior? How does that even sound? You can hear and see Satan all in trickery and lies and deceit. When it comes to wanting things that don't that God never said that don't even belong. Does that sound like Satan? You don't belong in my likeness. You don't belong in my image. I didn't create you to be like me. I created you to be a worship leader. How dare you even want to be me? 
of being like me. Because you allow something that you're not to come on the inside of you. To think a thought that was never created for you. I don't make no mistakes. I knew exactly what I was doing when I created you, said God. Jesus. And they all fell asleep. All ten virgins. Christ is pretty much explaining what heaven is like. They fell asleep. What it's like for us to encounter heaven. We fall asleep. We get to praise Him. We get to worship Him. We believe in God for whatever God's saying. You know, then we don't start seeing it. We don't see it. You know, then we start, we go to sleep. And our way of going to sleep, we know we stop talking about it. We stop praising for it. You know, you know, we just stop, you know, being excited about it. Because we feel like the more you be excited about it and not see it, it can feel troublesome. But not even knowing. The more you praise, the more you call it for. Come on. And then someone said, he's here. They woke up. Five had more oil to put in their laps. The other five didn't. Can we have some of yours? No, because we're not going to have none for ourselves. And when that five went away to go get some more, the other five was standing there waiting. And he showed up. He showed up. And let them right in. Other five came back. He was still there. But what he came for, he already came. And they said, can we come in? We had to buy so we can have. Do I even know you? Christ said. Do I even know you? And let me tell you why he used that theology as an example, referring to us when it comes to the kingdom of heaven. In a nutshell, don't leave. Never leave. Because he knows your heart. That's why Quenisha received her visitation without even expecting the time or day for him to show up at the time he did, but knowing that it's got to be a day when he will, and he do. I never left. Even though I did wrongful things, sinful things, I still never left. You understand? We cannot leave. We have to stay Stay. Because at any time, he could come on your behalf. And if you're not looking, if you're not waiting, if you're not watching, you're going to miss it. Let me tell you why it's so important why he said that. The purpose of him, it wasn't that he wanted to deny the five. He pretty much was saying to the five, you shouldn't have left. Because I know your heart. I knew how long you were going to wait for me. I knew how much oil they had and how much you did not have. But had you stayed and not even cared or even tried to assume what you think I'm going to say due to you not having any more oil. So you spoke for me. You spoke for me. So you got to go all out. You can't care. 
You got to be desperate. He went to five. They didn't have the oil to be desperate. We don't have no oil. We're not going to get none because we're so desperate for the presence. We just want to tell them we don't have any, but we're still here. And that's what he's waiting for them. You just remain. Don't leave. Stay. That's why he came as soon as they left. Because you were supposed to stay whether you had the oil or not. Because he would not cast anyone out. That was the purpose of the message. Showing you what heaven is like. Heaven does not cast anyone out. Just don't leave. Don't stop believing. Don't make assumptions. Don't add in words to me. Don't take out words of mine. In Revelation, in Revelation, he said, don't add in my word and don't take from my word. That goes for a vision. That goes for a dream. That goes for an encounter. That goes for worship. That goes for praise. That goes for the other. That goes for everything. Don't add in. That means don't assume. Don't take out. Don't exaggerate. Don't lie. Don't make up things. If you don't know, you just don't know. Doesn't mean you're not going to find out. It doesn't mean that you're less educated because you don't know. There's no one here who know everything. Christ don't even know everything. He don't know the hour or the time he coming here. God is the one who knows everything. So how are we to think we know it all? Who are we to be in, trying to take control over people? By being in control of people, taking charge, bossing people around, and God give you great service to help you in ministry, to help you in your business, to help you in your home. And maybe we'll treat them like garbage. Some come to be handmaids and sweep up and cook. Because God put resources in your hand. Then you're not always home to do so. And how do you treat the people as slaves? And for those who are, you know, on top of management and CEOs, who are you to feel you better for those who do? Those who work hard for you, get a best for you, and you acknowledge those who don't even come to work one time. Those who will sow a thousand dollar seed and those who only have a dollar seed, how can you call them out and cast them down? Due to the quantity, and you just missed the quality. The person with the dollar had the heart. They gave you all they had. The one with the thousand had ten thousand, fifty thousand, a million. A thousand to them is a penny. It's nothing to them. Here, with no heart in it. How many canes are really walking around here? How many Abels are actually actually walking around here? Seriously. That was the purpose of the bridegroom. Message about the ten virgins. This is what heaven is like. Don't leave. It don't matter what you have. It don't matter what you don't have. They didn't have any oil. So they left to get some. No. I'm not missing this encounter. I'm going to keep watching. I'm desperate for you, Christ. I'm not going to stop having faith, using my faith. I'm not going to stop being confident in you. I'm not going to stop declaring your word. I'm not going to stop making decrees. I'm not going to stop interceding. I'm not going to stop. 
I'm not going anywhere. No matter who hate on me, I'm not going to give up on them. I'm going to love all those. Start with those who hate me. See, when a real deal show up, many don't know how to handle it. Just like when Christ showed up, they didn't know how to handle it. The more you become Christ-like, the more you see people that's not Christ-like. I'm trying to tell you. And they don't like being exposed. And you're not doing it on purpose. But you're doing it with purpose. Because of purpose. Not just for you, also for them. Because everyone matters. Some just see you mattering because you are, you know, in the glory. You're exceeding and you're excelling. Not even knowing they also have the ability. So God not looking for just any voice. He's looking to hear his voice. Behind the voice. Anybody can come to church. Anybody can preach and teach. Start with myself. It sounds good when you hear me done it. Doesn't it? But how would it look to God if I get off of here and cuss somebody out? You might not know I did. He did. And that's one thing. The first thing he ever taught me. I see everything. I was five. I see everything. I know everything. You cannot hide nothing from me. So from the age of five, I said, well, let me get it right with you so I can be right for them because you see how I treat them. So show me how I'm supposed to be at five. Being born with the gifts, we're birthed with, we born with the gifts. We do give birth to more gifts, but we are born with gifts, the gifts that we have, the anointing, we are born with that. If you're a prophet, you're born to prophesy. You've been prophesying your whole life. You can know what your mother cooking for dinner before you even get home from school. You know what child like you, you can feel discernment as a kid. You know who like you, you know who don't. You know when you're around a company of adults, even family members, who's mis- uh, whispering and murmuring around you. You know who fake and not, even as a kid, because of discernment. You're born that way. I'm born that way. It don't just come upon you. No, you just discover more about who you really are. And the more you know about who you really are, and I learn about who I really am, that means that I'm learning more about him because we are found in him. You can't find yourself outside of him when he's the creator of all things. So again, when I say feel, I mean feel. Feel him. It's one thing when somebody say, You have a great heart. You persevere. In the midst of trouble. You keep your focus. It's one thing for a neighbor to say it. But for you to wake up and hear God say that to you. That was my word today from God. Wherever you go. People are encountering me. You are receiving Having my voice come out of your mouth where the wind obey what you say, the weather obey what you say, the earth obey what you say.
And you know why? Because we have to keep our eyes on him. If they're not on him, then where are they? We have to keep our ears on him. If they're not, then where are they? I don't just dance and praise because I look good doing it. Because I'm learning more. And then more opportunities are positioned before me to prosper more. But the world may have you think that persecution bad. Oh, God, it feels so uncomfortable. Yeah, it does feel uncomfortable. But guess what? Get out that comfort zone. And I start with myself. It's not pleasing to have members in the body who turn on you. People who claim the gospel, proclaim the gospel. And be sometiming with a fruit concerning you. I encountered just about it all. Anytime Christ come to you and say, before you did, I did. I know how you feel. For Christ, I'll save you to say, I know exactly how you feel. But know this. Before you did, I did. And I did first so you wouldn't have to stay in that place. You can identify where you are. And you can also identify where you're going. Look at where you're going and not always where you are. But be glad for where you are. And what he mean by where you're going, knowing it got to get better than this. It's breakthrough in this because of this. When negative things come, it's breakthrough in this. When you got to sweat blood, it's breakthrough. In this. It don't feel good to be lied on, mistreated, misunderstood. But that's not the final answer. Because Christ got up. So did we. You don't know the day or the time. When you receive your visitation. But let me say this. Already see yourself having your visitation. Because the same one who's visiting you in such a way is already there with you. I said to God, I had so many friends. I don't have not one because I'm always with you. And you know what God said to me? Because that's what you're supposed to be. I created you to be how you are and do what you do. It can only be done if you stay how you are in my presence. You cannot become distracted. I never said you couldn't fellowship. I could never, I never said you couldn't hang out with anybody. But you have to stay with me. Even though we are uniquely made individually, when it comes to the call on your life, you're not the only one. There's always a similar calling. 
And I feel so much better when I read about, you know, stories of, you know, Moses and Moses and, you know, many others that God called away alone a lot. And every time I fellowship and, and hang out, actually, guys, I miss going back in that secret place with God. I think about him the whole time. When I'm with him, I'm like, okay, God, I'm ready to go do this. And when I'm doing that, God, I'm ready to go back with you. <laughs> I be missing the place because that's all I know. That's all I know. When I'm focused on him. When I had all those friends, I wasn't as focused. Because I took on other things and responsibilities that God didn't want me to. You got to be careful who God put in your path and more careful about those who God did not. Because when you take on a person, you take on everything about them. And I was taking on people that God never put in my path. So he politely took me away by drawing me away unto him and still fellowship, still love. But in order for me to fulfill My floor is like waves. It's like sound waves. My floor is like, it's, it's waves for real. My floor just now became like that as I'm talking to you. I, um, God, my God. When you feel who God is, you feel who you are. And when you feel where you're from, the atmosphere of heaven, you begin to see things. You begin to see gems and designs, and the streets and the trees and the locations in the kingdom. Angelic hosts and heavenly hosts. And when God created heaven, there wasn't no heavenly host because Adam wasn't created yet. It was just angelic hosts with Christ and our Father along with the archangels and many other beautiful things. But it wasn't heavenly hosts because we came from Adam. And Eve. And God is responsible for the creation. We are descendants from Adam. I like it that way better. Thank you, Father. And Eve. Not come from. Descendants from. Hallelujah. You cannot be immature walking with God. Because you're going to be corrected a lot being more like him. Because he's just stripping away all the old, the way of doing everything. We've been moved by the earth's way so much. It's like a child lived with you and grew up with you and you got bad habits. They start picking up your bad habits. We picked up a lot of earthly habits. Like fainting, getting upset, and attitudes, being immature, being who we not. 
And God is just showing us who we really are. And I love to be corrected. Bless are the meek. Bless are the meek. Just saying, bless are the humble. Bless are those who don't mind to be corrected. If need be. Not having a tantrum. Who are you? You want to talk to me like that? Do you know who I am? You know how long I've been in the body? Yeah, but how glorious is it not to be in a body that long and still not to talk to your neighbor? God will give you people under you. Be mindful how you treat them. Someone could call you about something that you feel is simple. But to them it's very important. So it should be that much important to you. You cannot turn your faces up at no time. Because God never do it to any of us. They're going to call ID. Oh God, what do they want? And God send them to you for a right now word. You understand? Today is very different for me. It's like I'm not moved by time. The clock. I'm not moved by anything I normally do. Normally. I'm not moved by nothing normal. Because our God can do anything, whenever, however, to whosoever he wants. And I want you to be in a position to be that one that he chooses to do it to. Hallelujah. The bridegroom is already here. He's already visiting you. Listen to me. He's already visiting you. Let me tell you how merciful he is. A lot of things he saw he didn't like. But guess what? He's still here. He still have your promises. The manifestation of the encounter. For you to encounter the manifestations of your promises. Come in the past. Feel 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 your promises. Come in the past. Because they are coming to pass. They are coming to pass. They are. Yield to it. Yield to your best life. Oh, God. <laughs> you hear me talk to you guys and I'm receiving too. <laughs> God. It's like I'll pour out and see what it's like for the pour in. That's an alarm. <laughs> for whatever... It was for last week. <laughs> you can't mute out alarms. That's the only thing. It's okay. And look what faith does. I'm talking like I'm really recording in front of an audience. And God is having me to get up here. <laughs> now we'll be done. In this time, during this time in your life, this beautiful season in your life, and God chose spring and summer to do so, Naturally, because it goes coincide with what your life actually looks like spiritually. You're blossoming, you're blooming, you're shining. Oh God. <laughs> you better receive that. Receive that. You have to stay. That's the thing. We gotta stay. I know what it's like to dip and dab in and out of the presence. 
due to distractions around. We already aware that when we hear something good, here comes the enemy trying to come and steal. We already know that. It's like if you believe God to pay your bills, and all of a sudden here comes a bill out of nowhere that's much more than the one you believe in God to pay. That's the enemy trying to rob you. I believe for the healing, all of a sudden uh, some pain comes somewhere. You got to remain by staying. You got to stay in the presence. You got to stay knowing. Stay. Stay in a celebration of life. Stay. Stay in the supernatural. Stay. 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 God, I feel a shift. Stay. I feel a shift. Let me tell you something. When you don't move off time, time move off of you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. That means that time submits to you. For whatever takes place during that time. During that day, during that hour, that second. Time bows down to you. Because where we from, there is no time. It just is. It just is. In heaven, there are no clocks to say, oh, three o'clock is time to eat, time to worship. There's a smell of worship. There's a smell of giving of thanks. There's actually a taste to it, supernaturally. That's why I say taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste him. Taste his goodness. Taste it. You cannot put heaven's reality on earth's anything. You cannot put supernatural on anything naturally with your natural senses. Trying to like physically taste. No, spiritually taste and see. Have to taste it. Have to see it. Hallelujah. Taste it. Taste it. Feel. Feel what you hear. Feel what you know. Stay in that place. Stay in that place. If you're not serious about it, don't say it. If you're not sure about it, don't say it. There's no such answer as maybe. In this season, you have to be mature. You have to be so mature to receive the correction if need be. To God, there is no lukewarm. And God says things to me before I say them to you all the time. He correct me first. I just say, that is bad. God said, no, bad means bad to me. And you mean bad in the sense of good? That makes no sense to me. Good is good. Bad is bad. So do I look good to you? Yeah, I look good. Then say that. Okay, God. I don't forget anything. I know. When I forget your sins and remember them no more, that means I no longer hold you accountable. If I forget and you are able to remember, 
to testify, where is my glory? I remember everything I have done. I remember every time I delivered you out of everything. Healed you from everything. But when I say I remember no more, I mean I no longer hold you accountable for it. We can now move forward. But I never will forget anything. I receive glory in your testimonies. Because only I delivered you. Only I blessed you. Only I uplifted you. Only I, only I spared you. Only I defended you. Only I fed you. Only I provide for you. Only I protect you. Only I provide for you. So if I forget what I've done, how can I receive my glory? You got to know what I mean and you cannot put it with the world mean. Because what they have to say cannot come close to my thoughts and my ways. So when I remember no more, I no longer hold you accountable. Now we can move forward. But you can still testify of your deliverance. And how many are mature to do that? To set someone else free? Are you afraid? Are you embarrassed? Are you too proud? Are you too anointed? Are you too talented to admit that you were wrong at one point in time? Save God. I delivered you from the things I delivered you from. And you keep them to yourself because you're afraid someone going to disqualify you when you've already been qualified. No one can say they didn't been they have not been delivered from anything. They did not receive anything, save God. Because everyone has received. Everyone has fallen short. Everyone has told a lie. Everyone has exaggerated. One upon another. And everyone been brought back. Now everybody can take back. How much of my kingdom do you want? Receive it. Receive it. You can't receive without believing it. So believe it. To receive it. I'm not moved by anything but my word. And for those who I see my word in, those who I'm able to perform in. How can I release love to somebody who has a nasty attitude? Behind closed doors, which I see every day. Or those who appear to look patient in front of you, but I see having the most tantrums of them all. As if I forgot to release. As I forgot anything. When I never forget. Know you by knowing me. And know everything about me, save God. And then you will know well. Your visitation is already here. It's not a quick visitation. Is he coming to release to you all that he has to give unto you? It's going to take some quickening and sharpening. You must be mature to want to receive the correction. No matter who I choose to use to do the correcting, 
Just know first, they had to be corrected before they do the correcting. There are no I's in team. There are no I told you so's because I told you all. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world.